On this episode of the Nationwide Real Estate Mastery Podcast, we sit down with one of our new virtual assistant clients, Rachel Brightman, to uncover how she's used virtual assistants to close two deals within two months with another 32 coming. You don't want to miss this one. Welcome to the Nationwide Real Estate Mastery Podcast, where we provide actionable steps to help you get your first or next real estate deal. Now, during this episode, you're going to discover exactly how to use virtual assistants and proven systems and strategies to find success wholesaling real estate. For those of you who are new to the show, my name is Sean Young, today's host, and I love all things real estate. Now, before I introduce you to our incredible guest speaker today, I want to make a request that if at any point during the show, you like what you're hearing, please give us a thumbs up or subscribe to the show so that you never miss an episode. And make sure to take a look in the description of this episode as we've packed it with thousands of dollars in free resources. Now today, we have the privilege to learn from a new client who has used REI World Solutions virtual assistant services and coaching to do multiple deals in under two months and more are set to close. Prior to her career in real estate, she was an executive assistant in the financial industry. But all that changed when she decided that she wanted financial freedom and more autonomy over her own life. I'd, I would describe our next guest as someone who is determined to succeed and create the type of lifestyle that she wants. I want to introduce you all to the one, the only, Rachel Brightman. Rachel, thanks for being a guest on today's show. Oh, thank you so much, Sean. It's such a pleasure to be here. Indeed, indeed. I couldn't wait to get you on. Now, Rachel, before we dive into everything, I know that I know you, but can you give our, our listeners a little bit of background on who you are and how did you get started in, in real estate? Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, I mean, real estate was always something that I was actually interested in. Um, and I did have my license for like a hot minute. <laughs> um several years ago in New York, I'm from New York city. Um, and I had started out in rentals, but, um, but just being in New York, you know, real estate is a big industry. Um, you know, I've, I've had, uh, a history with property management for my building and, you know, there's always different things going on in the community as well regarding real estate and commercial real estate. So always had my eye on that. And then in particular, you know, purchased my first, my first home uh, a couple years ago. Um, so that was like, kind of leveling up in, a, in another way and learning the business and then decided that I wanted to explore how to really get into real estate investing, get into the real estate space like more full time because um, I do want to eventually have like more passive income mm -hmm. um, and always kind of saw things about wholesaling and doing different types of business and creative, um, but kind of put it on the back burner. But then it came to a point where I was able to dedicate some time to learning more about it mm -hmm. and really got excited, um, you know, at the prospect of, of doing that, um, you know, for my career, for the rest of, of my career. So. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I love to hear it. I, I'm glad that you have made that leap and, um, you definitely have, have what it takes to, to, um, 
to to be successful in our space and in our industry. Um, and now before we dive into this, all the success that you've had so far, and, and you've definitely had successes in a short period of time, I want um I, I want to ask you, you contribute a lot of your success to your ability to be organized and be dedicated. Why do you think that that has played such a big role in you having success so far? Oh, wow. So, um, well, I've had my I've had my own businesses in the past, um, different industries. And definitely, if you're going to go into business for yourself, you have to be dedicated because it's 24 seven, especially when you're building something from the ground up. It just requires so much time and attention and knowledge and research and you know, building a foundation. Um, and it takes time. It could take, you know, I would always say a minimum of a year or two years to really establish a business, depending on, you know, what type of business it is. Um, so definitely dedication. And then in terms of being organized, you know, there's, it's so multifaceted. There are so many things, although some of the concepts are, can be easy. It's, you know, there's a lot of, of execution that goes on behind the scenes. So, you know, if, if, if you can start to establish a way to be organized and and deal with all of the um you know different tasks that need to happen then i think those th- two things combined can contribute to to success for sure and consistency as well 100% couldn't agree more now now that when we met a few months ago or a couple of months ago you hired virtual assistants to help you out with your company how do you think that virtual assistants ha- have played a role in helping you, you know, reach this like level of success in, su- in such a short amount of time? The reason why I asked that, Rachel, is because there's a lot of our listeners who are out here, you know, they were in your position just a couple of months ago, you know, wanting to get started, wanting to take some action. And um, and you took action. How do you why do you feel like the virtual assistants played a role in helping you achieve that success? Um, so, wow, it's such a great question. Um, and it touches on different things for me. Um, number one is you have to invest in your business. Um, uh, you can absolutely do everything yourself, but I think there's so much value in bringing in support partnership. Um, when you're, you can't, you can't do it all on your own. You need, you need a team in doing anything. Um, whether they're paid, not paid, if they're mentors or whatever. Um, so it's always good to establish relationships. So uh, VA, um, you know, having VAs has been absolutely crucial for me, um, for me to get to this point. And I've developed, you know, such a good relationship. I have to shout out Frank mm-hmm. um, because he has been a lifesaver. There's no way I would be at this point without him. He's mm-hmm. just a gem and he deals with my acquisition side. So, and, and I, I, he's a true partner for me. He, he and I are partners in this business. Um, so I think there are so many wonderful things that can come about having VAs, you know, having help with administrative support, even having their expertise, because some of them have a lot of experience in this field and they can actually teach you, you know, best practices or strategies, um, you know, or, or resource, provide resources. So I think it's, it's a, it's a huge value um, to have to have that support, and um, especially when you're getting started, because there's so much to do. Um, and if you really want to leverage and scale, um, you know, it's extremely helpful to have to have a team behind 100%. you. Hundred percent, couldn't agree more. 
Now, folks, what makes the Nationwide Real Estate Mastery Podcast show unique is that each show comes with a detailed, actionable, step-by-step plan to help you get your first deal. That way, you can pull these steps out of the show, create a blueprint on how to implement exactly what we're covering today. So also be sure to visit reiworldsolutions.com so that you can select yourself a professionally trained, monitored, and managed virtual assistant to help you with your business needs as well. So now, Rachel, let's go ahead and dive right into it. Let's talk about that first deal or your second deal. How did you get the deal? What did it look like? Let's talk. Let's start from beginning to the to the closing. Okay. Um, so we got a deal um, that actually came in. Uh, it was in Atlanta, mm-hmm. Metro Atlanta, um, and uh, we were able to get the deal under contract. The seller um, has a larger portfolio mm-hmm. and he was, he's been awesome to work with. Um, so yeah, so we got it under contract. Um, it was priced higher than, than I think your average investor would want. Um, so it was a little bit, you know, we weren't quite sure how it was going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, you know, I basically, that was our first um entry into the Atlanta market. So it was like baptism by fire where we just had to, you know, for Dispo, I'm doing Dispo, just had to like hit the ground running and start to drum up relationships and buyers. And so ultimately what ended up happening, you know, we had some interest, um, but I actually ended up connecting with, and now, you know, since then, since we've been in the Atlanta market more, I've, I have more um, access to buyers, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But um, at that time, I actually also was reaching out to agents um, as well and, um, connected with this one agent, um, and he has buyers and he, he was actually, um, the one who got the buyer for us. So we JV'd on that. Um, and then our seller gave us another property, like within the same week. Um, and we were able to also sell that to his buyer, to the realtor's buyer as well. And now they want more properties. And now, um, we closed one maybe two weeks ago and then closed the second one maybe a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and now the seller, he was so happy with um with you know how we worked and how we were able to help him um that he basically gave us the rest of his portfolio, which is an additional 32 properties in Metro Atlanta area. 32 so, properties. Hold on. We, we we can't rush over that one, Rachel. If I had a victory bell to ring, I'll be ringing it right now. That is amazing. That is awesome. Yeah. Man, I'm super excited, super excited for you. Yeah. Uh, to our audiences out there listening, do you see what happens with quick with decisive action? Taking massive, imperfect action, going out there with a plan and making it happen. Rachel has established a relationship that's now going to bring her 30 plus deals. Amazing. Yeah. Continue. And, and I have to say the price, it was priced higher, you know, like we kind of knew, oh, this is going to be a little harder to move, but, mm-hmm. um, and it was vacant, which was good. Um, but we were able to negotiate him down realistically once we started getting feedback. So at least he was flexible there and he actually had other people approach him um, and he was, uh, you know, he told, he told them, no, I'm, I already have people that I'm working with. So he was very loyal in that way. So we appreciated that. So, um, you know, we just established a really good relationship with him and 
he had had actually bad experiences in the past where his properties were locked up and nothing ever happened. So he was reluctant. Mm -hmm. Um, But we, you know, we kind of insisted, like, give us a chance, you know, we're going to do our best and we will, you know, we're going to try to move as fast as possible. And like within a week, a week and a half, I had, I had a buyer and then for, for one and then for the other. Um, so he was like, all right, let's see, let's get you to, cl- let's get to close. And then he was yep. like, I'm going to send you the list for the other properties. So, amazing. yeah. So, yeah. So it was amazing. 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 I, yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. Rachel, I, when the moment that uh, you came on board as a client, I told you, I says, Rachel, you're special. Um, you're going to be a rock star. 100%. I could tell there, I, I, there was just no doubt in my mind and you've proven me 100% correct. I couldn't be more happier for you. And listen, absolutely, you you deserve it one hundred percent. Listen, guys, for for you for you for those who are, who are listening, I want you to to notice something. Rachel said that she's based out of the New York area. However, these deals are in Georgia, so that lets you know that you can do deals nationwide remotely. You do not have to do deals in your own backyard if it doesn't always make sense. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's so important to establish relationships there as well. Like we just, um, we're doing a deal in Texas now, which I never, ever, ever thought I'd ever be in that market. <laughs> like as a New Yorker. <laughs> Indeed. Um, but, you know, sometimes you can't pass up opportunities and, you know, you just want to give it a try. Um, mm-hmm. And we've, we have a wonderful agent that we're working with there who, you know, I really also consider a partner um, in that area and like hope to do more deals with her. So, Mm -hmm. so I think it's just all about, you know, finding, finding people and building relationships, um, you know, in those markets, you know, boots on the ground, all of that stuff is so, it's so valuable, um, especially when you're doing virtual. hundred percent. This is a relationship business. And and that was one of the things that I definitely focused on with you upfront is like, Hey, we've got to establish relationships with the markets that we're going to do business in. Even if we go to another market, this is how we quickly establish new boots on the ground in new markets. So you've got to do that. There's no way around it. Yeah. And I want to say like, also, honestly, like those two deals, they weren't huge deals in terms of numbers, Mm -hmm. but the success came in being able to establish all of those relationships. And look, we got 32 more properties. So I think people also can't always be chasing you know, these extreme spreads that we see people post on Facebook and, you know, those deals will come. And, you know, sometimes they come, that's the first one you get, but then the second one is kind of back to normal, you know? Mm -hmm. So we, me and the agent, you know, we split the deal and and he's splitting it with his brokerage. So he's even getting less money, but he he really understood the value of us working together and, and all the work that we can do in the future. So I just wanted... I think that's an important point that it's not always about the numbers. Um, you know, it's that, that is huge. That is a huge point, Rachel. I'm so glad that you pointed that out. Such yeah. a great point. Sometimes um for our listeners out there, sometimes there's gonna be situations that come up where you can, you know, you can squeeze as much as you can out of a deal and it doesn't make sense to do so. That's a scarcity type of mentality. That's a that's a mentality that makes you think that, hey, I can only do this one time, so I better get as much as I can this exactly. one time or I'm out of here. Do not think like that. Rachel just really hit hit the nail on the head. 
You don't chase deals. You chase opportunities to solve problems. And then mm-hmm. more opportunities to solve more problems will present themselves to you because you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're now put out into the universe that you're a problem solver. So here we have it. She has just proven that point 100%, 1,000% over. Mm-hmm. Establish relationships. Do not feel like every deal has to be the home run. You're going right. to get those home runs. Don't let YouTube discourage you. Don't let you know folks out there who, who may say, or even some of my deals you may have heard of, you don't know what it takes to get these deals and how long we've been working certain deals. You don't always understand that, the back end of it. So don't measure yourself right. against that. And know that you're going to get those smaller deals, you're going to get medium deals, and then you're going to get absolute home runs. That's just the nature of the numbers. Exactly. Exactly. Because it's a long play. It's not a short play. This is a, I'm in this for the long term. So yes, yes. I love it. I love it. Rachel, what do you think life would be like if you would have never found real estate and you were still in your past job in in your financial role? (laughs) I mean... I think I would be pretty uh, miserable. (laughs) Um, No, I can't say that. I've had such wonderful opportunities, I have to say, uh, and worked for some wonderful companies um, and worked with some wonderful people. So I am blessed in that way. And I have to say a lot of the skills that I learned throughout the course of my career in administration and supporting um, executives has completely translated to me being able to now be successful in my own business, you know, being organized, multitasking, understanding technology and uh, and working with people, developing relationships. I mean, you know, the gamut, the gamut. Mm -hmm. Um, But I have to say, you know, especially during and post pandemic, you know, I think things have shifted and I'm getting older and it comes to the point where you start to question like, you know, how do you, what do you want your life to look like? Um, and I think that really became, uh, just this kind of, it started out as like a little kind of voice in the back of my mind. And then the voice kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger to the point where I I couldn't ignore it. So I think being able to transition into real estate, transition into my own business, into this particular industry has been an absolute lifesaver. Like I, when I, when I totally understood how this business worked, Like I can't describe the feeling of like I was totally relieved because I was like, this is this is these are my people, (laughs) you know, like I could do this. Yeah, like this is what this I like. I have a passion for it. It's Mm -hmm. of interest to me. It's not like I'm doing something as just just to earn a check at the end of the day. It's it's hard. It's hard. I never want to give up, but there are days that things are hard. You know, like we just discussed before the podcast. You know, a couple things going on today. But yeah, let's um, talk about it. What, what, what's happening today? What, what What is happening? Okay. So today I was actually very excited to, to have the podcast today and be able to share that we actually have a closing today. It would be our third deal. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an interesting deal, kind of a little bit of a problem child. But at the end, we finally um, were able to secure a buyer. But now uh, I just got a call like a minute before the podcast that uh, the buyer is actually... Uh, went and did another walkthrough and discovered something and now wants a price reduction, which listen, under, that's understandable. It's a little late in the game, considering that we literally have all these documents out for signing um, uh, for the closing. But uh, the seller is, is, has been extremely reluctant to do price reduction. So I just don't know how it's going to play out. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're good. We have other things in the pipeline. Um, but I have to say like a deal, like, 
a deal is never done until it's done. And like, honestly, if I have, you know, if, you know, once I've gone through these processes a couple of times and I have a buyer, and even if we have a close date, I'm, I'm always a little skeptical. <laughs> so, um, you know, I just think, you know, you have to be open for things, um, coming up last minute, things changing last minute. Um, you know, and it's just part of the business, 100%. Um, you know, 100%. and realistically, if I was the buyer, you know, I would probably do the same thing. So you just kind of have to put yourself in those shoes and keep moving forward. Um, That's- that that is crucial that you pointed that out, Rachel. Of course, everyone always hears all the good news, right? All the yeah. good stories. Hey, hey, this is awesome. And here, here you are telling exactly what just happened today. This wasn't some old story. This was yeah. right before we jumped on this call. We discussed it. And I, yeah. I said, hey, let, let's share it. Let's share it on the show uh, because people need to hear this. Every deal doesn't work out the way that you plan it to, but that doesn't mean you throw in the towel or give up. You hear No, the, not at all. You hear the the phrase often that this business is easy, um, or or it's not easy, but it's it's what's what is it? It's hard, but it's not easy. And and what that means is is like it the it, the only thing that's hard is the execution, the instructions. What needs to be done is the easy part. We know what needs to be done. It's staying disciplined and dedicated throughout throughout the process. That's going to be the differentiating factor between you having success or not having success. That's right. And it's, it's just, it's, you know, it's about volume, you know, as well. And you just have to, there are deals that are just not going to work. So, um, so that's okay. You know, I think as long as you keep your pipeline going with more leads, then you're good. And that's what it's all about. The money is in the pipeline. (laughs) (laughs) Money is in the database. You hear it all the time. And that, that couldn't be further from the truth. Rachel. (laughs) We have yeah. reached the part of the show. We're, we're nearing the end of the show. This is called the rapid fire session. This is okay. where I ask you a question and you just tell me the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. All right. On a scale of one to 10, how strict were your parents? Um, eight, seven. Get up early or stay up late? Stay up late. How many hours of sleep do you get? Uh, Six to eight, maybe. Favorite or last book read? Oh, gosh. Favorite or last book read? That's so sad that I haven't read anything in a long time. I read all the time, but never books anymore. Um, I don't know. I'll have to... I'll have to circle back on that one. <laughs> no problem, I feel no terrible. Problem. <laughs> it's, it's totally good. It's totally Actually, good. Actually, no. I'm so sorry. You know what I did read was, uh, it was like a Bigger Pockets book. Um, it was like the, about the Burr method, pretty much. Perfect. Perfect. Nice. Yeah. Total, uh, I like books that are like, you know, that just have information and, you know, I, I like fiction, but I also like uh, books about like, you know, what's going to help me with my business, et cetera. So. Exactly. Like self-help books. I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. If you could be any superhero, who would it be? Oh my gosh! I guess Catwoman. Okay, Something... is she a superhero? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she she is. She's a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Something that everyone should do less of. Something what? Something that everyone should do less of. Oh, um, procrastinate. Something that everyone should do more of. Um. Enjoy life with friends and family. AI technology, scary or the way of the future? Oh, the way of the future. All right, Rachel, if you had one wish, what would it be? 
Um, I would love to be able to like help my friends and family financially. And you're well on your way to do that. You are well on your way. Rachel, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on the show today. Do you have any parting thoughts that you want to leave with our audience before I get you out of here today? Yeah, I just want to encourage everyone to at least give it a try. I mean, um, and obviously there's that whole paralysis analysis thing. Um, so definitely learn as much as you can, but also do as much as you can. Um, mm -hmm. And the other stuff will come, but just stay on point, stay consistent, make relationships, you know, find people that are maybe you don't have all the strengths in, in all the different areas, but find people that can can help balance that out and, mm -hmm. and, you know, keep going. Absolutely. Absolutely. I thank you so much. Today has been amazing. You have shared a ton of value with our audience today. This is going to be an amazing show. And to our listeners out there, you all have made it to the end. So give yourselves a pat on the back because most people never finish what they start and you just did. Now, if you got any value out of today's show, please share it with a friend or on your Facebook page. Like the video, subscribe to our channel, and send us topics that you want to learn more about. So until the next episode, you can catch me on any one of my social media platforms. I'll see you all on the other side. Rachel, thank you so, so much. Thank you, Sean. It was awesome. See you soon. With this crown on my head, I'm seated on the throne. The top is so alone. Only thing that keeps me gone is I know my city love me. I know my city love me.